You're listening to episode 54 of the Fuel Your Fire podcast with your host, Liz Heron. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Fuel Your Fire podcast. I'm Liz Heron, ex-corporate marketing executive turned burnout coach. It wasn't that long ago that I was a burnt out, overwhelmed, anxiety-ridden perfectionist trying to juggle all the things. Fast forward to today where I help listeners and clients to ditch their people-pleasing ways, say yes to the things that light them up so they can live a life without burnout. I created this podcast to help you recognize the signs of burnout and give you real-world, tangible action items and inspiration to fuel the fire inside you. If you are overwhelmed, exhausted, and ready to reclaim your flame, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello, friend. How are you doing today? This episode is a little off schedule because um, <laughs> because my schedule kind of went a little crazy this week, and um, I'm definitely going to do an episode about how to kind of get back on track when your schedule blows up in your face, um, but we're just going to get back to it, right? So got up a little bit early this morning to find some quiet time before kids wake up and garbage trucks and whatever else starts happening to record this for you. So it might be a couple of days late, but I'm here, we're doing it, and it's kind of timely because the episode, what I want to talk to you about today is beating yourself up for past mistakes, right? So things you've done in the past. And it could be things you've done this week, today. It could be stuff you did years ago, decades ago, that you're still um, beating yourself up for and you know, replaying in your mind over and over. And I feel like this is timely because I definitely felt the pull of that when my schedule kind of blew up and, you know, there were certain things that I didn't see. And some of it was, you know, my doing others, you know, is just life stuff happens, but it definitely was something where I kind of felt that pull of like, oh, like going to beat myself up. Right. And like all the like shoulds and, and right. Like I should, I should have been able to figure this out or I should have built more time in, or I should have, should, 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 should. Right. So, and I felt that pull and I thought, oh my God, it's so funny that I had this topic (laughs) as this week's topic, right? Like it's what I was going to be recording and I was feeling it. So just so you know, it happens to all of us. Um, and that's one of the one things that I wanted to really stress about this is like, this is totally normal for brains to do this, like catastrophizing this, um, wanting to play things over and over on a loop of like, you know, what you did wrong or what went wrong and like just going over and over. So congratulations, you have a human brain who likes to obsess about certain things and likes to problem solve even when there's not really a problem. And so the beating yourself about mistakes is really interesting to me because it feels so productive. Like it feels like you're, that it's, that it's going to help you be better right? Or next time you're not going to make that same mistake or whatever it is. But the funny thing is, is that you'll never get a positive outcome from 
negative self-talk or negative thinking or that beating yourself up. Nothing good ever comes from it. We don't just all of a sudden be like, you know what? You're right, self. That's been beating me up for hours, if not decades. You know, instead, what happens when you do that to yourself, right? Is like you withdraw, you build up walls, you become really anxious or you obsess, right? We don't necessarily improve. We're not putting all that energy toward learning from the mistake. Instead, it's just this cycle of beating yourself up. And so a lot of that comes from perfectionism, right? People pleasing, wanting to get it right. All those things that lead to burnout because we're constantly driving ourselves, constantly beating ourselves up, constantly applying that pressure. And one of the things that has really helped me in doing this work and in in learning to not beat myself up, right? Like, so I felt that pull this week, but I didn't get sucked in <laughs> because one of the things that I learned, um, and this is a great lesson from, uh, there's a book called Loving What Is with Byron Katie, or that's who wrote it, the author is Byron Katie. And she talks about, obviously, loving what is, right? Like you can't argue with the past. And so if it's already done, right? Like beating yourself about what you should have done or could have done is pointless because there's no changing. You can't, it's what's done is done. Right. And so that's been helpful to me. It's like, okay, I can't beat myself up. I can't go round and round about this because it's not going to change anything. What can I change right now? And that's another big part of it, right? Like just doing what you can today to, you know, either change it. Like I'm trying to think of like, if you're beating yourself up for something that you that happened in the past with like a friend or a relationship or whatever right ask yourself is there something that you can do today to make amends great then do that if not let it go and just give yourself some grace right i always say like talk to yourself as if you were a child or think about yourself as like the seven-year-old version of yourself right would you talk to yourself a seven-year-old, you, that same way? No, probably not. If you had a seven-year-old that was beating themselves up about like a mistake that they made, oh my gosh, you would comfort them, right? Like you'd put your arms around them. Like you, there's no way that you would allow them to, to hurt themselves that way. But it's interesting, the stuff that we kind of allow ourselves, <laughs> our brains to do to ourselves as we get older. So that's always a, a helpful thing for me is to just go back to like seven-year-old me or I have this picture of me when I was in the third grade third grade it's third or fourth grade anyway um and it's just a picture that I have so much compassion for that little girl right it's like a school photo my hair isn't really combed (laughs) I look a little worse for wear right And I remember just like what was going on in that little girl's life and like, oh my gosh, right? And I just have so much compassion for her and I just don't allow her to beat herself up and to feel bad about certain things. So that's a tip. Get yourself a picture of yourself as like a school age, like as a, whatever an age is that you kind of are like, oh yeah, like, oh, 
love that kid, right? And think about that, like have that vision um, as you're kind of, as you start to learn to not beat yourself up, right? It's a process. Listen, right? I was doing it yesterday. <laughs> I was feeling that magnetic pull just yesterday. But I also remind myself like, okay, what if this isn't a problem? And my clients can attest, I, this is a question that comes up a lot, right? It's like a, our, our brains want to make things a problem. So I will sometimes ask like, what if this isn't a problem? So this week, my schedule kind of blew up, right? I was like, oh, I, I thought I had my whole week planned and <laughs> life happens, right? There's like dentist appointments you, you know, either forget about or emergency things that pop up and you have to kind of adjust. And when I was feeling that pull of the like, oh, right, ready to let's beat myself up for not having the thought of all the things or planned, you know, giving myself flex time or whatever. Instead, I was like, okay, what if this isn't a problem, right? What if, okay, I have to move some stuff around. But, you know, I also got like more time with my kids, more one-on-one time with kids, with each kid because of it. And so that's a win. Right? That's definitely not a problem. I love when that happens. You know, and the thing is, this comes up. If you ask yourself, like, what if this isn't a problem, right? You're not arguing with the past anymore. It's not going to change overnight, right? Because our brains are hardwired to do this. And so really the first step is just being aware. Because so often things are running on a loop in our brain and we don't even question it. We don't even recognize that it's like, oh, this is optional. Like, oh, what's happening here, right? So if your brain is serving you up a bunch of nonsense or, you know, that, oh, I should have done this, oh, oh, that beat up feeling, right? Just become aware of it. It's like, oh, there it is. Oh, that's what she was talking about. (laughs) You're right. You might even have that moment of like, oh, there it is. Like, yeah, I know I do that, but like you don't catch it in the the moment and you're going to start catching it in the moment. And then just becoming aware of how that makes you feel. And maybe that might come first, right? You might kind of feel tired and like, I don't know. For me, I just feel like worn out. And that's when I'll kind of be like, what's happening? Oh, (laughs) oh, my brain has gone down this like, it's almost like um, self-flagellation, right? That like beating yourself up to like atone for your sins and mistakes, right? And it's like, I'll start to feel it and be like, why, why do I feel so like worn down or beat up? Oh, cause I'm beating myself up mentally. And then, so once you're, once you start being aware of those things, right. And you're starting to see how it, it makes you feel. Then just giving yourself that comfort, right. That you're going to think of that school age version of yourself and just comfort that kid. Like, dude, it's okay. Listen, we all make mistakes. It's not that big a deal, right? Because sometimes when we're talking to someone else, we can see the uh, <laughs> we can see the forest for the trees, right? Like you can see that bigger picture. Like, oh yeah, this isn't going to matter. And that's something that I love to do for myself, for my clients, do it with my kids, right? When they're all worked up about something or like getting upset and or beating themselves up. And so I'll say, is this going to matter in five minutes? Is this going to matter in five hours? Is this going to matter in five days? Right? I'll start kind of like pulling it out further and further. Right? 
Is it going to matter in five weeks, five months, five years? Right? And you kind of get to a point where it's like, oh yeah, this isn't going to really matter. Right? And that can kind of help, I guess, kind of release those bonds, <laughs> release those chains around you. And now look, because we have human brains, they like to look for problems. They like to solve things. They like to be helpful, even when they're not. <laughs> they think they're being helpful. And so if you find yourself beating yourself up about something, right? You've kind of become aware of it. You've kind of comforted yourself. The other thing, because again, right, our brains love to solve a problem, is to ask yourself, all right, in that situation, what do I like that I did? Like, what worked about it? What did I do right? Okay. You know, what what didn't work? What did I do wrong? Quote, unquote, wrong. Because that's arguable, right? And then the third thing to ask yourself is, what would you do differently today? Or the next time you're in that situation? And really think about that, right? And, and make it realistic, you know? So, and so for me, looking at my schedule this week and having, you know, this kind of, this thing where I was like, oh, I didn't, you know, whatever, like know all the appointments or, all right, what would I do differently? Oh, I'd probably check in with like, you know, my partner, <laughs> like my co-parent, my partner's co-parent, right? Like there's a lot of people involved in our schedule, right? Checking with the kids. Is there something you didn't tell me about? Is there a project that's due, right? Like just kind of, so for me, it's like, all right, I'll do that next time. I'll probably also build in some more flex time because I don't like being like scheduled to the minute. That's not fun for me. Okay, great. Right. And now my brain's like, oh, okay, we've got a plan for next time. And so whatever it is that you're beating yourself up about, try those three questions on, right? Give yourself some comfort. Think about whether or not this is going to matter in, you know, five minutes, five months, right? If you're obsessing about something from five years ago, like think about, does it really matter right now? If so, make amends, do what you can, right? But giving yourself those, those steps to just kind of let it go and to stop beating yourself up because it's not productive. It feels super productive, right? We feel like we're doing something. Yeah, this is going to show us. We're going to learn this time. <laughs> it's like, we don't. If you're beating yourself up for not working out this week, yelling at yourself and being mean to yourself in the mirror is not going to make you want to do it next week. And it's definitely not going to want to keep you doing it, right? Giving yourself a little love. Yeah. All right. So this week or today, right? Like, all right, maybe we'll go for a walk. Maybe we'll like adjust your uh, goals or expectations of yourself, right? But doing it with compassion and love. Because all the beating yourself up, that's never going to produce the result you want. So that's all I got for you today, I had a little, ooh, little New York accent came out there. I heard it. <laughs> um, I want to offer that if you are having trouble letting go of something and letting go of this beating yourself up mentality, I can help you with that. It's, I see a lot of my clients, it's, they have that issue and it's something that we work on a lot. So you're not alone. And you can um, just easily set up a call with me by going to lizheron.com, L-I-Z-H-E-R-O-N.com, setting up a call and we can talk about uh, 
where you are, where you want to be and how to get you there. Okay, my friend, that's what I got for you. I will see you at a regular time (laughs) and day next week back on schedule. And this week, if no one's told you today, I love you and I think you're doing a great job.